Good morning, everyone. Yep, okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for, um, oh yeah, Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. We're going to do things a little bit differently today. We're going to do the morning show from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. today. Usually I do it from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. like the major networks do. But, um, I really was really tired last night, and I didn't want to get up today, but I still wanted to do the morning show, so I decided to do a little bit of improvising, and I decided to do the morning show temporarily from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. today, so I'm going to take my morning meds at 8.10 during the break, and, um, I'll do the morning show later on, but anyway, um... And don't worry, the show will still be later on demand. As usual, I am recording it. Hopefully, nothing bad will happen. The segments will be the same as usual. Only difference is it'll be from 8 to 10. So there you go. But anyway, um, as... <coughs> well, let me clear my throat there. Um, anyway, um, let me go ahead and go to the Weather Channel's website. So we can get a little bit of a weather report here. I can already tell from outside there's a little bit of fog. As you can see, the Weather Channel is reporting as of 7.53 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time that there is fog. It is foggy outside right now, I can tell. 47 degrees outside with fog, and it is foggy, I can tell, out in my window in my room. Today it'll be 65, tonight it'll be 45. And they're saying it's going to be over 100 in October, although that's very unlikely here in Oregon, though. Although, right now, I really wish it was, though. Well, in my opinion, I didn't. I wouldn't, though. But maybe for Lou and the others, probably. Well, probably not, though. But you know what I mean. <laughs> but anyway, um, here's the... Um, I'll just give you the daily forecast. Um, today it's going to be uh, mainly fog, I believe. Yep. Foggy. Um, looks like the precipitation chance went down quite a bit. Today it's going to be 65. Um, Wednesday it's going to be 73. Thursday it'll be 74. Friday it'll be 71. And then the weekend on Saturday it'll be 65. On Thursday the 19th, it'll be sunny, actually. It looks like there's not really a whole lot of rain anymore now. That's weird. Um, looks like the rain decided to go away now. That's interesting. Hmm. Oh, well. But anyway, um, I guess that will do it for now. Let's go ahead and go and check up on the news, if it'll let us. And it's still not happy. Alright, um, have it your way, then. I'll just do it this way then. I think I'm just going to go ahead and bookmark this page. Just so that way I don't have to deal with this anymore. Anyway, um... Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's go ahead to the life section again. Um, ah, here's something. St. John's Farmer Market voted best in Oregon. 
What makes the farmer's market the best farmer's market in a state full of farmer's markets? You might need to visit the St. John's Farmer's Market to find out then. Well, that's because the St. John's Farmer's Market was voted the best of the batch in Oregon by shoppers and supporters on the website for American Farmland Trust. Maybe it is the location. The St. John's Farmer's Market sits on an acute Portland in a cute Portland neighborhood not far from the Lamette River and one of Portland's best looking bridges. Maybe it's staying power. The St. John's Farmer's Market has been around since 2009. And it could just be that it's a great market. With many vendors and emphasis on community, inclusion, and food access. Whatever it is, 297 people have voted for it. Maybe hit the Oregon market with the most votes. This recognition is a testament to the dedication and passion of our vendors who work tirelessly to bring the highest quality products to our market. The market said in a news release. It is also a reflection of the wonderful community of St. John's and the greater Portland metro area who come, who come together every Saturday to celebrate local, sustainable food, arts, and culture. The St. John's Farmer's Market can be found at the intersection of North Charleston Avenue and North Central Street in Portland <coughs> every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. May 6th for October 28th. The 2023 Harvest Market will take place on Saturday, November 18th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And the holiday market will take place on Saturday, December 16th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Written by Lizzie Acker. Call her at 503-221-8052 if you want to have your say. You can also email her at lacker, that's L-A-C-K-E-R at oregonian.com. And I believe she is on um, Twitter, at Lizzie Acker, also known as X, because why not? And that's because, um, well, you know why. And don't forget that Oregon Live needs their um, support. Please subscribe to them at OregonLive.com and slash subscribe. But anyway, um, there you go. Um, but yeah. That will do it for this segment, guys. I know there's still a little bit of time left, but um, that should be good enough, guys. Um, I'm pretty sure the show's recording right now. I wouldn't see why it wouldn't be. I think I have it set properly. I'll just check later, though. Um, if it's not recording, I don't know what I'm going to do, though. Uh, we'll see what happens. But if it's not, then I apologize for that, guys. Um, but I think it is recording. Pray to God, I hope it is. But if not, then I just don't know what I'm going to do. But anyway, I'm putting some ads in here right now. Um, that's... That's about two minutes there, I believe. Um, that's, yeah. <clears throat> so.
apologize for that, 240. And that's about three minutes there. Alright, I think we'll work with three minutes of commercials. I still have about a minute and ten seconds, so I can, in, in theory, put some music in. Um, I still want to know what I'm working with, though, so there you go. Uh, but because songs are all so short they are, it's ridiculous, so... Um, but I guess I can use this last minute to tell you what's coming up next, um, which will be... Um, TMZ Celebrity News coming up around 8.20 a.m., guys. So there you go. Um, um, hopefully TMZ won't be talking about Muslim, the war in um, Israel right now. Um, they're even saying that Putin will be ending communications in the U.S. I hope not, but um, we'll see what happens. Um, but anyway, um, enough not-so-fun stuff. Coming up, TMZ Celebrity News, and hopefully no Israel for us guys. Anyway, stay tuned. More of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be coming up right after this for Tuesday, October 17th, 2023, with TMZ Celebrity News. Stay tuned. I'm Jesse Atkinson. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Paint the Town Red by Dojo Cat and Bakar Helen Bat. On the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club with me, Jesse Atkinson. Alright, it's time for TMZ Celebrity News at 8.20 a.m. Let's kick things off with TMZ Sports. The cops. Terrell Owens is struck by car after argument during the basketball game. This is exclusive, by the way. Terrell Owens was hit by a car on Monday night, and it's all because he got into a tiff with someone during a pickup basketball game earlier in the evening. This was according to the cops, by the way. The law enforcement tells TMZ Sports, Owens had been hooping in the Calabasas area when he apparently got into an argument with someone else on the court. We're told following the game, the man who had been beefing with the NFL legend got into a car and drove the vehicle right into the former wide receiver's knee. Thankfully, cops say Owens did not require medical attention. Well, that's good. That's good. Law enforcement say that officers took a report for assault with a deadly weapon. Though no arrests have been made, though. An investigation is remaining ongoing now. Owens, of course, has been involved in several similar bizarre incidents since his retirement. Back in 2022, he got into a wild argument with a female neighbor that actually led to criminal charges for the women. Then, later that year, he was involved in a fist fight with a heckler outside of a CVS. Owens, who last played in the NFL in the 2010 season, has said in both cases he did nothing wrong, though. Well, we'll see about that. Anyway, um, oh man, should we read about this Palestine stuff again, guys? Yeah, might as well. Might as well do it. How did family... 
Everyone receiving death threats over Palestine support. This is a narrative TMZ exclusive, by the way. I can't believe I'm reading this, but oh well. Um, the Hadids are receiving death threats over their support for Palestine. And it's gotten so bad that they've been forced to take action, TMZ has learned. Sources with direct knowledge have told us, told us TMZ that is, Every member in the haunted household, including Gigi, Bella, Anwar, and even their parents, Moeda and Yolanda, have gotten ominous messages that have made them fear for their lives. <clears throat> We're told that these death threats are coming from multiple mediums, including emails, social media, and even their own cell phones. Our sources tell us phone numbers of several hadid family members have been leaked online over the past week. In their words, they've been doxxed and they've been had and they've had random people hitting them up with horrific sentiments, including graphic descriptions of how they of how they would carry out the hadid descriptions. It's forced the hand of the hotheads, whom we're told to have all had to change numbers to avoid the ongoing threats. It's gotten so bad our sources say Mohammed, the Potrich, is considering going to the FBI. Gigi broke her silence in the wake of the Hamas attack, which came across as measured and nuanced, but her latest remarks have drawn the ire of Israel itself. That disgust appears to have manifested in a blind hatred, and it's having real-world effects on the family now. Other members of the family have yet to address Israel Palestine issue publicly, though. Hop aboard the TMZ selfie tour. Get your tickets now. Alright, let's lead something a little bit happier now. This is about Taylor Swift. Well, sort of. Um, Lance Bass trolls NFL and Swifties at Chargers game. It's just gonna be me. Not Taylor Swift. Sorry, Swifties. Lance Bass is not the Swifties' lord and savior. Stuffing he made abundantly clear at Monday night's Chargers game. In hilarious fashion, no less. The NSYNC star was among a handful of stars at SoFi Stadium during Monday night football. And as the broadcast was going and cutting to different people in the crowd... They eventually land on LB, who was sitting in a private suite with his crew. It looks like he was ready for this close-up, because he had a sign propped up when they eventually panned to him, and it read, Not Taylor Swift. <laughs> he was smiling and waving, and everyone seemed to get a kick of it, including fellow Patreons. It's just the latest joke someone has crafted at the expense of the NFL. And even Taylor, too. 
if we're just being honest. There's been wall-to-wall coverage of her relationship with Travis Kells, which has reached a fever pitch whenever she's shown up to one of his games in person. Now, mind you, she's attended three football games so far, and they've all been super high-profile. There was Taylor's initial appearance in Kansas City, which was totally surreal, but her second outing in New Jersey, with a bunch of famous pals in tow, might have been just as crazy. She ended up skipping Travis's third game, which he and the Chiefs went to Minnesota to play the Vikings, but she showed face yet again just last Thursday, when she popped up in Kansas City for his game against Russ's Wilson and the Broncos. For all of them, Taylor's been seen cheering and rooting, and there's been a lot of camera time focused on her, to the chagrin of a lot of football fans, as we come to learn. It seems that Lance is on the gag, and didn't want to get people's hopes up in L.A. after all. Alright, I'm sorry guys, I gotta stop here again. That was pretty good, um, having to kind of read about Taylor Swift there. Um, <laughs> uh, too bad I should get to go to the game with him, though. That was kind of sad. Well, that was their fault. That was <laughs> the guy from NSYNC's fault, though, guys. <laughs> we might play Better Place by NSYNC to make up for that, because <laughs> I do have that song there. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and get some commercials in, guys. Um, hmm, let's see. I think three, three minutes might do the trick. I think I will probably be playing Better Place by NSYNC with David Bergstrom and um, Justin Timberlake. That's for the new Trolls movie that's coming out on November 17th, by the way. So that's not for their month, by the way. Um, so there you go. And by the way, the next segment is Food Talk, by the way. So there you go. So we might do an air comfort recipe or maybe we'll do something different. We don't know. We'll see what happens. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. Coming up, next segment is Food Talk. So stay tuned. More of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo and Better Place by NSYNC. So there you go. Um, now it is time for Food Talk. I found a good recipe I think you might like. I think I like it too. Ooey, gooey, cinnamon roll. Submitted by Kazarima Ramichidiani. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but oh well. Um, looks like it's got a very well-received review rating. I can't tell. Looks like it's almost five stars. It takes a while to cook, though. It's ready in three hours and 45 minutes. There's a lot of ingredients. There's 
<coughs> um, 18 ingredients actually. It serves 12. Um, here's the ingredients. It's a long list, by the way. There's 18, by the way. You'll need two one-four ounce packages of active dry yeast, one cup of warm water, two fur cup of sugar, one teaspoon of sugar, two fur cup of butter, two teaspoons of salt, two eggs slightly beaten, seven cups of flour, and one cup of warm milk. Now we'll move on to the filling. One cup of melted butter, one for fourth cups of sugar, three, three tablespoons of ground cinnamon, one and a half cups of chopped walnuts. These are optional, by the way. If you're allergic to walnuts, you don't need to use them. And one and a half cups of raisins. Again, they're optional. If you're allergic to raisins or if you do not like raisins, they're you do not have to use them. Now we'll move on to the topping. One cup of butter or one cup of margarine, whichever you prefer. One and a half cup of... Okay, yeah. I'll start over. One cup of butter or one cup of margarine, again, whichever you prefer. One and a half cup of brown sugar. One and a half cup of caro syrup. It's spelled K-A-R-O, by the way. And last but not least, this is also optional, by the way, two cups of pecans are chopped. Again, it is optional, so if you are allergic to it or do not want it, you do not have to use it. But anyway, here we go. This is going to be a pretty long recipe, so here we go. Here's the directions. There's 28 steps, by the way. So here we go. Step 1. In a cup, combine the yeast, warm water, and one teaspoon... Is it one teaspoon or... Yeah. One teaspoon of sugar. Stir and set aside. Step 2. In a large bowl, mix the milk, remaining sugar, butter, salt, and eggs, and stir well. Step 3. Add the yeast mixture. Step 4. Add half the flour and beat until smooth. Step 5. Stir in enough of the remaining flour until the dough is stiff. Step 6. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. Anyway, step 6. Turn out it onto a well-floured board. Step 7. Knead for 10 minutes. Step 8. Place in a plastic bowl and cover. Step 9. Let dough rise in a warm place until double in bulk. This may take about one and a half hours. Step 10. Punch down dough and let rest for five minutes. Step 11. Roll out on a floured surface into a 15 by 20 inch rectangle. Step 12. Now to prepare the filling. S step 13. Spread dough with half cup of butter. Step 14. Mix together. One, one and a half cups of sugar and cinnamon. And sprinkle over buttered dough. 
Set 15. Sprinkle with walnuts and raisins if you decide to use them. If not, you just skip that step. Step 16. Roll up and pinch edge together to seal. Step 17. Cut into, two, cut into 12 slices. Step 18. Coat bottom of a 13 by 9 inch baking pan and an 8 inch square pan with remaining one half, one half cup melted butter. Step 19. Sprinkle with remaining one fourth cup of sugar. Step 20. Place cinnamon roll slices close together in pans. Step 21. Place. Uh, what? Okay, step 21. That was step 20. I can't believe I feel like this. Step 21. Let rise in a warm place until dough is doubled in bulk, i.e., for about 45 minutes. Now, on to topping. Now, step 22, by the way, on to topping. Step 23. In a saucepan, place all ingredients except for pecans. Step 24. Melt these ingredients on range top. Step 25. Mix in pecans and then pour over the top of rolls. Step 26. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Step 27. Bake for 25 minutes or until done. And then step 28. Cool. <laughs> And that's the end of the recipe, guys. That was a pretty long one, actually. And it was really popular, um, so as you can probably tell. Um, but really long, though. Um, it took about like five minutes, like five to six minutes to read the whole thing. Um, all the ingredients and everything. Um, so there you go. Um, I think I'll just go ahead and stop it there, just in case. But anyway, um, it is, um, almost 8.50 a.m., guys, um, I don't know why that's showing up, but I think that's just normal, don't know if that was showing up before, I hope not, um, but anyway, um, let me go ahead and put some commercials in again. figure out what I wanted to put in this one here. Again, I'll just put it in three minutes because there's a certain song I want to put in right quick. Where are you at? Um, okay. That should be about three minutes, I think. Looks close enough. I think I'll just let it be a surprise, the music that is. I think, um, I know the, um, song I'll play before Pokemon News. That will be the, um, next segment that's coming up is Pokemon News, by the way. At 9 a.m., by the way. Usually I don't do my morning show from 8 to 10, guys, but, um... The problem is, I didn't really feel like getting up. I still wanted to do my morning show, though. So, um, there you go. 
And very likely tomorrow, very, very, very likely the morning show tomorrow will be very likely from 7 to 9. So there you go. This is really just an experimental thing I'm doing. I have done this one time back in 2022, I think. Um, um, I haven't done a whole lot. I did one time a while back ago. Um, just tested out mainly for Aunt Lily to hear the whole thing. So there you go. So I'm doing it again. This is really just going to be a one-time thing. But usually I just do it mainly just for... You get where I'm saying. I only do it like a, a whole lot, so it's really experimental. Very likely tomorrow it'll be from 7 to 9 again. So there you go, assuming that I will not have a hard time getting up again, so there you go. But anyway, coming up at 9 a.m. will be Pokemon News. But stay tuned, the second half of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be coming up right after this. You're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. Stay tuned. Pokemon news will be coming up right after this. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Bad Habits. Steve Lacey, Billy Ellis, was I made for from Pokemon X and Barbie Respectfully. So there you go. Anyway, it is now time for Pokemon news. <laughs> Alright, what we got here? Pokemon.com. Um, party play in Pokemon Go. Let's check this out. Pokemon Go. Play with friends using Pokemon Go's party play feature. Everything's more fun with friends, including adventures in Pokemon Go. If you've ever wondered what it'd be like to swagger over to a Pokemon Go gym, with your besties at your side, then Pokemon Go's Party Play is the adventure you've been waiting for. Launching October 17, 2023, that's today by the way, Party Play lets you form or join a party with up to three of your friends to take on challenges and raids as a group. While part of a party, trainers can see their friends' avatars or on their in-game map. And when battling in a raid together, trainers can use um, party power to double the damage of their charge attacks. Party challenges offer the group the chance to take on tasks, which can be focused on activities such as spinning Pokestops, battling in raids, and catching Pokemon to earn awesome rewards. And when the fun is finally over, the party will receive a personalized visual recap of their co- accomplishments to share with the world. For more information about Party Play, visit the Pokemon Go blog. Let's see if it'll give us the URL, and it will not. Oh well. Anyway, party on, trainers! That's it. Anyway, um... There's our Vesta there. <laughs> okay, come on, there you go. Alright, uh, let's view all news. Here you go. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, uh, I don't know if this is still relevant. Um, let's see here really quick. Okay, yes it is. Okay. Cool, cool. Alright, this is still relevant until October 29th, so I'll go ahead and read this. 
you can receive an electric Terratype Mimikyu at GameStop. Visit your local retailer to get a code card that lets you receive an electric Terratype Mimikyu in your Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet game. Happy Pokeween, everyone! Get ready to charge up your Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet team with some extra spooky energy, guys. A Mimikyu with Electric as its Terratype is sneaking into GameStop and looking for more Playmates in Paldea. You'll be able to receive this Electric Terratype Mimikyu by visiting GameStop. This is only available in U.S. and Canada, by the way. And picking up a free code card from October 13th and 29th, 2023 while supplies last. And hence the reason why I said it's still relevant, because again, it's October 17th, so you still got 12 days until it ends, but again, it's while supplies last, though. So there you go. So whatever you're looking to start a new adventure with this exclusive Mimikyu, or trade up for competitive battles and raids, it's sure to add a certain spark to your Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet collection, after all. This Mimikyu comes in a cherished ball, of course, has the classic ribbon, and is holding a life orb that increases the damage of all its moves at the cost of its hit points, that is. This special Mimikyu also knows the move Thunderbolt, which will receive a same type attack bonus while Mimikyu is terrestrialized into an electric type Pokemon. If you need even more Mimikyu in your life, you can always check out Pokemon Center for the latest Mimikyu products. That's online at PokemonCenter.com and you can just search Mimikyu. You can stay warm and embrace the Pokeween season with a Mimikyu themed hoodie. Display the, the Macabre side of Mimikyu with a Pokemon Center X Vic Lee Pokemon Scary Stories figure. Or you can even refine your accessories with Mimikyu jewelry. There's no better time to be a fan of disguised Pokemon. To claim your in-game gift, all you have to do is follow these steps. Step 1. Launch your Pokemon Scarlet or Pokemon Violet game. On your Nintendo Switch, that is. Step 2. Select Poke Portal on the X menu by pressing X on the Nintendo Switch. Then select Mr. Gift, then select Get with Code Password, then you'll have to connect to the internet. Then you enter your code, and watch that you receive from GameStop, that is. Then watch as the gift arrives in your game. The Pokemon will appear in your party or in your Pokemon boxes. Assume it'll appear in your party if you have enough room, or in your box if you don't have enough room in your party. And make sure to save your games so that way it'll be fine. And it won't, you know, you, you get where I'm saying. No purchase will be required to receive a code card for this Mimikyu, but code cards will only be available while supplies last, so again, but again, this offer will be available until the 29th, but even then, they will be while supplies last. So please don't delay. Head over to your local retailer, which is available, GameStop's the nearest GameStop, I believe, is in Salem, by the way. Salem, Oregon, by the way. So, head over to your local GameStop in Salem, Oregon to claim this electrifying disguised Pokemon.
Alright. Let's see if there's anything else interesting. Um, I think that might be it, guys. Um, hold on one second. Um, maybe we can read something about Pokemon Masters EX. I don't know if I want to, though. Um, what about this um, Pokemon TCG strategy? I don't think I want to read about that, though, because that was, well, learn more about how to build a deck that... Yeah, I've, I think we read enough, guys. Um, so there you go. Um, what's the next segment, by the way? Excuse me. Um, next segment is playing old PC games, by the way. We're basically for... In the next segment, for 10 minutes, we're going to be playing old computer games through uh, PCM. Um, I'll just close that off. But anyway, I think I'll just do it for Pokemon News, guys. So yeah, Pokemon Go now has um, party mode, guys. So now, um, supposedly at gyms, you can compete against other players and see your avatars or blah, 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 whatever. There's more information on the Pokemon Go blog or whatever. I don't know where it's at. Just just search Pokemon Go blog, whatever, party mode or whatever. You should be able to find it. But anyway, um, I'm just going to go ahead and get the commercials in really quick while I'm at it. So I do apologize for the downtime here. I think three minutes out to do the trick. Um, I'll make the music a surprise again, but unfortunately, I still have like a minute and a half left. Um, what other stuff can I talk about? But I don't know. Um, um, coming up in the next segment, we're going to be playing old games on a computer um, uh, for a PCM emulation, that is. Um, oh, yeah, there is something I want to tell you really quick um, about that game. Well, it's not Pokemon, by the way. I, believe it or not, I was playing, um, the old Oregon Trail game last night. Um, I really wish I was shooting it on camera, though. Well, I kind of did. I did take a picture of it. I mean, well, I took a picture of the score I got. Um, I actually made, I actually beat the game, actually. I beat Oregon Trail, actually. I made it all the way to the, the Lamont Valley, with all my, um, players actually surviving, actually, which I was really shocked, actually. Everyone survived. No one died. Um, so I was pretty shocked. I f and it was the first time I actually even beat the game. I was pretty surprised, really. So there you go. I even took a picture of the, s of the score, actually, because that was the first time I actually beat the game. But anyway, um, that was, that was Pokemon News, guys. Anyway, coming up, we're going to be playing old PC games in the next segment. Stay tuned. More of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be right back. Don't go away. We'll be right back. That was Fast Car by Luke Combs, and we didn't start the fire by Fallout Boy. There you go. And yeah, that should be blue, not red. <laughs> A little bit quirky at times, but oh well. But anyway, it is now time for segment five. I thought it'd be nice to play a few old PC games. Um, 
I have my good old PCM right here. Um, we're going to play some old games right now. Um, it is 921. Um, um, is it the thing up all the way? I think it is. Um, I think I already um, I did. Uh, it was updated. Let me go ahead and load up MS-DOS prompt here. Do I have um, Epic Pinball on here, I wonder? That looks like I do. I think I've already set up, I think, but I'm gonna... I'm just gonna go ahead and load anyway. Yeah, it looks like it is set up. Game is not shareware. It's made by Epic Mega Games. I don't know if you can hear that well. Hopefully you can. If not, oh well. Alright. There's a few tables we can do. Um, let's see which one we want to do. Um, let's go with the first one, Android. We'll start with that one, I guess. Play game. I think it uses... Um, I'm not really sure what the flippers are. Um... I would assume they're... Okay, yeah, that's what I thought it was. Okay. Use up, down. Yes, that's what, exactly what I want. Thank you. Give the Android life. Yeah, we'll do that. Power up. Hope you can hear this. Probably not. The audio for the game. Bonus there. Um, their bonus there, all free. <clears throat> all right. No bonus. Fine. Not really. <laughs> Press enter. Game over. All right, looks like the score is ten million four hundred seventy-five thousand. All right, put my initials in L Y C for like a rock. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Let's face it. <laughs> 
Alright, that was Epic Pinball, by the way. Let's go ahead and get out here. That was Epic Pinball, by the way, that we were just playing. Alright, um... That looks like CGA-like for some reason. That's weird. Um, let me fix that. There we go. Alright, let me go to my um, second partition here. And play another quick one. We'll play Rogue. This is like some dungeon game, sort of. Um, yeah, there we go. Um, we're going to use a different name this time. Um, I already used my name, so we'll use a different one. What should we use? Um, hmm. How about Winston? After my dog. Hello, Winston. Are you prepared to die? Hope not. We'll see. Hey, Mary, Mr. Bat. Alright. Let's just go upstairs. Alright. Uh, not really, as you can tell, there's really no audio in this game at all. This game came out in the early 80s, by the way, if you're wondering, so it's really just traditional. Um, there's, back then, there was really no sound back then. Uh, he's probably going to die here. Feed a snake, but probably too late. <laughs> He's probably gonna die, guys. And he did by debut. Yep. And I got a higher score, guys. <sighs> yep. I think that's gonna do it for the gaming here. Actually, I'm curious to see if I can see the leaderboard on Oregon Trail. Wait a minute. Um. I'll just check stuff in here. See Oregon Top 10. Yep, Jesse Atkinson, 2180 Greenhorn. Would you like to see how points are earned? Um, no, not right now. Six, end. Go ahead and exhale MS-DOS. But yeah, I got a score. I actually find... Okay, go away. There you go. Um, But yeah, I actually beat the Oregon Trail game, guys. That's for MS-DOS, by the way. I managed to finally beat it. Um, so there you go. I never beat it before, so there you go. Um, first time I've ever beaten the game, actually. I was pretty surprised. <laughs> but anyway, we got one more segment. It's just going to be traditional news and weather, guys. So there you go. Um, but anyway, um, let me go ahead and put some commercials in. Um,
I think three minutes might work. Um, anyway, um, coming up in the last segment will be news and weather. I'll just read the weather first, just in case if we hit run over with the news. So that way I know we'll have time for that, you know what I mean? Because either then, you know what I'm saying? Because last time we read about Nike, you get what I'm saying, but highly doubt that'll happen this time, but just for safety's sake, we'll be careful. But anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club coming up. It's typical news and weather. Stay tuned. More of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. We'll be right back with news and weather. Right after this. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Nothing, so there's nothing to that was Escapism by Ray and Shake and David Kushner. Daylight. So there you go. It is time for the final segment of the Morning Club at 9.40 a.m. Sort of, I guess. Weather and um, news. Right now, as of 9.34 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, it is 50 degrees outside and cloudy. Today, it'll be 65. Tonight, it'll be 45. In the morning, it'll be 52 degrees. Afternoon, 63. Evening, 52. And overnight, 47. Here's the weather day for Dallas, Oregon. Sunrise will be was 7.31 a.m. Sunset will be six will be six twenty five PM. Feels like fifty degrees. High and low is sixty five and forty five respectfully. Humidity is ninety nine percent. That's pretty bad though, I think. I don't know. Pressure is up thirty point twenty inches. Visibility is six miles. Wind is um one mile per hour, I believe northwest, I believe. I don't know. Dew point is 50. UV index is 1 of 11. And moon phase is still a waxing crescent. Here's your hour forecast. Right now it is 50. At 10 a.m. it will be 52. 11 it will be 53. At 12 it will be 55. At 1 it will be 58. Here's the daily forecast. Today it will be 65 degrees. With um, partly cloudy skies. Wednesday the 18th it will be 73 with mostly sunny skies. On Thursday the 19th it will be 73 with sunny skies. On Friday the 20th it will be 70 degrees with partly cloudy skies. And Saturday the 21st it will be 65 degrees with cloudy skies. And there's your weather forecast. Now on to news. Let's read about um, education. After complaints about 36 books, the Canby School District will ban just one. The Bluest Eye by Nobel Prize winner Toni Morrison was among the books initially removed by the Canby School District. After considering challenges to dozens of books in its middle (coughs) and high school libraries, the Canby School District has chosen to remove just one. The Russian-American novelist Vladimir Nabukov's celebrated frequently banned Lolita. Four other books were restricted to Canby High School students. The, stri- the district followed our policy and procedure, establishing a committee made up of community partners, 
parents, district principals, and district teachers to review the books. The district wrote a short statement. The process concluded when those committee decided to continue use in, the dist- in district libraries of all books except one. The four books restricted to high school use are A Court of Mist and Fury, A Court of Silver Flames, and A Court of Wings and Ruin by Sarah J. Moss and Out of Darkness by Ashley Hope Perez. The statement does not explain the district mythology for choosing which books would remain available for students, which would be restricted, and which would be removed. In the March, the district temporarily removed 36 books written primarily by black, Latina, or LGBTQ plus women after Canby School parents Leslie Pradaris and Nicole Cole submitted complaints about their overly sexual and complex content. The list of challenged books included Nobel Prize winner Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye. In response, around 30 Canby High School students protested the removal of the books, carrying signs and creating an Instagram account at Do Not Take My Book SCHS to provide updates and information about the challenged book review. More than 2,000 students attended District's high school and two middle schools. On October 5th, the American Civil Liberties Union of Oregon and Parents Defending Schools and Libraries filed a public records request seeking more information about the district's review process. Public school libraries are central to a student's First Amendment right to access ideas and information, said Kelly Simon, ACLU Oregon's legal director. Restricting books is restricting students' freedom, and school districts should be on notice that conservatory is not a permissible justification to ban ideas or identities in our schools. The Oregon Library Association has argued that the district didn't follow proper protocol in removing the challenged books before completing its review. Administrators were in compliance with district policy when they removed the books, District Communications Director Kristen Wallers had said. We're trying to be clear with everybody about how careful we were with, with following our policy, Wallers had said. Our policy calls for discretion as to whether to remove the materials during the reconsideration process. But as we told folks, we would not do that again. Our policy is the same, but our practice would be different. <clears throat> the Canby ban comes as the American Library Association reports that more than 1,269 demands to remove books or other resources were made in 2022, the most since it began tracking that data since 20 years ago often ranked among the greatest novels ever written, Lolita is framed as a fictional memoir and confessions of a middle-aged professor obsessed with his 12-year-old stepdaughter. The book has inspired two film adaptions, including the Academy Award-nominated 1962 version directed by Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. On Sunday, the New York Times had wrote that Lolita might constitute the most dazzling advertisement for the English language ever composed.
when while finished while finishing Alita in 1953, Nabukov and his wife Vera briefly lived in Ashland, where the pair spent their days on Mount Ashland, where the pair spent their days on Mount Ashland, searching for a rare blue butterfly. Butterfly. Upon its pub- publication in 1955, Lolita called almost instant conservatory and would eventually be banned in England and France. But the book was almost also a notorious bestseller. G.P. Putnam's son's initial American edition sold um, 100,000 copies in its first three weeks. And this was um, written by Mitchell, my, by, what am I saying, Michael Russell. You can email him at mrussell at oregonian.com. Um, I, I'm being really weird, guys. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm just can't really talk today. At all. Really, I can't. <laughs> but I guess that's it for the morning club, guys. Unfortunately, um, sorry, guys. Um, but that will do it for the morning club, guys. Um, but you'll still get to hear more music later on, so it's not the end of the world, so blah, 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 whatever. Anyway, um, I'll probably close out the show with Rima and Selena Gomez, Calm Down, and Elton John and Britney Spears hold me closer, so there you go. Um, but first I'm going to put some commercials here. Um, Three minutes will probably work. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll do three minutes. Anyway, thank you for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. I'll see you on Wednesday, hopefully at our normal time. But anyway, thanks for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. See you tomorrow at our normal time. Bye, everyone.